Man, yeah, so. First one? Yeah. Do you want to give some kind of context, just how this all came about? Or, oh, now it sounds like I'm interviewing you. Mm. <laughs> well, we're kind of interviewing each other. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, we've played with each other for a long time. I feel like, what, at least three or four years? Three years I've known you? Yeah, man, at, at least. I mean, I started hanging around the gray circles in, in 2016. Yeah, the so good 16, old church 17. circuit. Yeah, man. So the, uh, I was telling Micaiah earlier that this is just a weird and random, like, connection. Like, there's really nothing, mm-hmm. like, we weren't, like, super close at Grace or anything, but it's just, like, yeah. we're similar. Kind of musically, I think. Yeah, well, we were, which was funny, but it was, like, a underlying thing. And then it's like, oh, my gosh, like, what? Like, you called me for that gig once, and oh yeah, it's just, like, you continue to gel. It's like, where was this, like? I was working there. Like, why weren't we like hanging out? You all were the time? an intern, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. For that well, summer. yeah, because yeah. Will and I had started hanging out. Yeah. And that's right. You and Will were friends. Well, you called him dad, didn't you? I I I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sorry I still to bring do that up. I did. But, uh, no. Yeah, no. he was my supervisor, so we got super close, and mm-hmm. I remember getting into the same circles as you and. Uh, th- it was always you on. Uh, Rich was always there. Rich Dundor, yeah. Brett. Man, may he rest in peace. Brent Harris. Brent Harris. His funeral was really hard to do. Man, you were telling me about that. Yeah, Yeah. me and Marin asked me to play for his funeral. Man, he was a great dude. Um, Anyway, so back to the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) We suck at this. (laughs) It's the first one, man. Oh, man. Okay, so yeah, I mean, mean, that's a pretty good intro to how we met and kind of where our friendship started yeah was musically yeah i i don't know i always felt like i liked you a lot like the way that you play is a lot like the way that you act hmm. and sh- i always felt like you were really I'm honest sorry? no i always <laughs> felt like you were really honest you know and uh and what's the word for it like like some something that has to do with community it's like uh huh. reciprocal you know, like you, uh, I always felt like you wanted everybody to sound good as just as much as you wanted yourself to sound good, mm. you know, and I was, that's the kind of thing that I really like in, in musicians, mm. you know, and that's why I liked you a lot. Um, so that's how we met, I suppose. So maybe do you want to talk about like, it'll probably be mostly music that we talk about, yeah. but it won't be all music. Yeah. Um, but do you want to talk about like maybe how you got into music or like when you started and where you're at now? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I would say I started at square one and I'm still at square one. Like often, <laughs> just a kind of blanket statement at all. But no, man. The uh, I think my my grandparents were musical, like some great uncles and stuff like that. I didn't really come from a musical family though. I think you hear a lot of interviews and they're like your mom and dad. You mean? Uh, what? Like a musical family, like your mom and dad, like your your home life sort of yeah, thing? Or yeah, like they weren't like at all. My dad's a actor and, and like a producer and stuff. So he does oh, I didn't know that. Creative type things. But no, I just remember listening to jazz and music. Kenny G and uh, 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 Earl Clue, like old oh, smooth killer. jazz guitarist. Um, just George Benson. Uh, just like in the back of my dad's car, like from the youngest days, I remember that, and d- never really had a super uh, a magical connection to music. It was just like there. Um, picked up 
kind of some guitar stuff in second, third grade. It, I switched schools and they had a guitar club. So I was like, oh, I'll play guitar. It's fun. My granddad had one lying around. Um, kind of did it. Uh, volunteered in worship teams, elementary, middle school. We had a chapel at school that uh, played with a little bit. Still never like a big thing. Like, I want to be a musician one day. I wanted to be in like the CIA. I didn't want to do anything <laughs> creative. I didn't even know it was a job, let alone mm. worship music. I didn't know that that existed. Or, or, or like working at a church existed. If I did, I probably wouldn't have wanted to do it back then. But um, uh, high school, got more into it, uh, played a couple jazz bands, um, got connected to Will and the kind of camp music scene, played more at church and everything, found out about uh, kind of vocational ministry, worship as a, uh, as a kind of career or whatever, which kind of opened my eyes to a lot um, in the music world, just... Uh, uh, leading-wise, putting together charts, putting together arrangements, kind of leading a group, um, what team synergy was, what it was like to play with the click track. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> throughout. A, yeah. Yeah, just that's like, uh, I don't know, and even bringing, like, uh, so I come from, like, a uh, music-wise, it's very church-focused. So, like, it's super heavy, like, uh, like that kind of smooth jazz background or whatever, hip-hop. But also there's, like, a bunch of gospel in there, mm-hmm. too, just from... Um, some family church experiences or whatever, and then there's like the old CCM, uh, like Chris Tomlin and FFH and Avalon, all this like super uh, other side of the spectrum type stuff from gospel and hip hop scene, mm. kind of like, reconciling all those together, like, like pop Christian music versus like gospel. Yeah, 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 yeah. and kind of just uh, I don't know, have, have, balancing those um, just in, in my areas of. Um, music that I enjoyed or, or liked, kind of bringing that to a place where I could uh, perform it was always uh, interesting because uh, the church I was going to that I served at a lot was uh, was very heavily on the CCM side, right? So um, a lot of my musical expression or desires to express, I wasn't really getting that where I was playing, so I mm-hmm. had this desire to play music and desire to um, just, just have fun and jam with people. And I remember kind of just encountering like a deep structure of like what contemporary Christian music, church music, click track, band, multi-track, was, um, it was actually super helpful, just kind of getting that side of things, um, mm-hmm. seeing how that was, seeing what it was like, kind of getting, <clears throat> not indoctrinated, but a step down from that into that <laughs> world, um, just kind of being integrated into it, into yeah, the yeah. church scene, playing uh, just different services and kind of getting into all that, um, exploring that side of music, the kind of spiritual connection, still was very like superficial, even like four or five years ago. It's like something I do, just something I uh, enjoy the career kind of calling side of it. But it was like, okay, music is cool. I do it. I can, there's a few instruments that I enjoy, but there's really nothing super huge. Um, as I approached the latter half of college, was studying music, studying audio, uh, a lot of classical stuff, a lot of um, some jazz stuff too. But um, something happened. I don't know when. Um, just kind of um, a slow, maybe awakening toward just like, the desire to want to play and like just mm. not um i don't know and, and just just play to play just play to have it exist have music exist um i enjoy the relationships of music i was able to meet a bunch of different type of people from um the the, the crack addict and muncie on outside of the be here now or like uh oh, yeah. worship pastors from carmel indiana just like um and the, all the cross sections in between it was just so cool to be able to use something creative like that that you can even learn to be proficient at like an instrument to meet people to to play to make art it's just super cool and, and uh continues to be an area that i just love i can't even really encapsulate it and explain it really like what i like about music how i get into it 
it was kind of just like a um like a very vague just enjoyment turned into kind of like career if you want to call it kind of worship ministry music too Mm -hmm. slash gigging out it's just like it just makes sense man music makes sense to me Mm -hmm. i was telling you earlier it's and i'll 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 wrap it up here i'm talking a lot just like uh i enjoy the just the the amount the music makes sense if that makes sense like i know a lot of people that yeah i admire or are drawn to the creative process and i am too to a certain degree but i also just love it because it just makes sense it just feels right yeah there's like some kind of pattern in it yeah there's like yeah the 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 practice and then the performance and then like even the patterns within the music itself that like it it almost like when it's happening like when music is happening it like reframes your perspective somehow yeah man yeah it's like i totally get it lens or it's not even like lens that you're looking at the world through a different kind of viewpoint with. It's almost like you change the whole waters that you're like, or like that, like the air that you're breathing. It's it's um it's not like something you put on. It's like something that you enter into. Like oh that's it yeah that's way it. better. And it's just like I don't know, I don't even know if that's it. It's maybe it's closer to what we're trying to get at. But again, it's like something you can't really explain as you were talking about yeah. before. We it's going to take a know. lot more podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. That, that's a, that's a brief overview, kind of how I got into it. Where I am now, I'm just continuing to um, learn, uh, to practice, to just kind of immerse myself in. Um, right now, it's jazz, and I, I know a lot of um, people out there kind of uh, can view jazz as like the high uppity, like oh, you just want to like nerd out, and like there's a little bit of me mm-hmm. that loves reading and that loves theory, that loves learning, and just like uh, soaking up knowledge. But I also like I feel like I do have a deep connection to that genre of music just um and what i was listening to when i was younger and, and what my mm-hmm. um kind of some of my o- older family members who they knew and what like i feel like somewhere in in my dna it's like in there somewhere this is like a little special attachment to to that genre but anyway been learning uh past year and a half so just a lot of stuff in that realm a lot of guitar stuff um which mm. i'm trying to glean as much as i can off of you not even just jazz guitar just like reorienting myself around my first love which was the guitar mm. um so that's where i found myself in this in this year in this spring just still a student um in a season of learning and failing and uh coming off of a time where i was maybe on a, a height of like the percussion world like gigging out doing this doing that and it's like oh man i'm like really falling in love with the with the drums or whatever still am but it's like 2020 kind of pivoted a lot of things, even creatively. So, oh, cool. Just kind of, uh, yeah, man. Just learning, enjoying, and learning how to do both of those things. Like, well, I guess. You mean drums and guitar? Or yes, the but learning uh, and learning the and enjoying. Yeah, yeah. So okay. kind of being able to um, just reconnect with that original kind of fire and, and desire that I had for for music for creating, and also pair that with like a some kind of trellis or some kind of structure to um like move forward to mm-hmm. um it all changes every day <laughs> yeah. yeah well it's funny that you say that you've been like recently studying jazz because like i always heard it you know and i always thought oh that's cool but I, it never really did anything for mm-hmm. me you know but maybe the last probably more like the last two years for me 
I've been really getting into like the more dense like harmonies, mm. harmonic structures, yeah. you know, like like the different kind of chord movements and things like inside the altered scale yeah. or like yeah. stuff like this that I don't really understand that mu- that well yet. Um, but it's that's the thing that I'm yeah, I'm going to start from the end where yeah. I am now um, instead of where I started with music. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so if there's anything, you know, that we can talk about or relate relate to each other through, yeah. it's like we've been studying that genre for the same <laughs> amount of time. Um, anyway, so I guess I started, I didn't start playing until I was like 16. I really didn't pick up an instrument until I was like 16. Except, you know, like elementary school, like here's a triangle, hit right, it, yeah. you know. Oh, cool. Uh, or like a xylophone or whatever. But, you know, then I was like first grade, and I was like yeah. ding, 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 and that was it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, before that I played football. I was, I played football mostly, some rugby, but not a lot. Um, so that's, when I started playing music, I was sort of in that um, training sort of like, you know, two-a-days for football and stuff like that. And so when I got, when I started playing music, it was like two-a-days, you know, that's how you get better. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't really know exactly what I was doing, you know, like I didn't, I didn't really know how to make a sound on the thing, Mm. you know. So... (coughs) Yeah, so <clears throat> the idea of two a days is really, it was looking back, it was silly because I didn't know where I was going. But um, with with football, you know, you know, you know the trajectory, mm-hmm. you know, like at least conditioning, you know. But I didn't really understand that either. It took me a long, really, it took me a long time to figure out how to practice well. But um, and I still, I guess, I don't know how now. Quite but long, yeah, because na- even like the last. Well, like uh, I just said that I've been studying jazz, but maybe the last year or so, I haven't practiced hardly at all. Mm-hmm. So really, it's probably more like three years because yeah. the last year has been almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the weird thing is, I started going to church about the same time mm-hmm. that I started playing music. And so like sort of the spirituality and like that sort of thing church and and that that area and music are almost identical to me like because you know because they happened at the same time and they've persisted through um but like a year after i started playing guitar um one of the guys i I guess you call him a worship leader it's a small church so i mean who knows what he he played guitar and he sang you know um he asked if I would start playing for church. And the weird thing is, about that time, um, I tried to, I signed up for a music theory class in high school, and it was AP music theory. Mm. And I had to have like, you know, three years of, (laughs) or I think it was like four semesters of, of music classes before that as prerequisites, and I didn't have any of that. It was my first music class ever, a year after I picked up an instrument for the first time, and I got in somehow. I, like, flew under the radar, you know. And uh, 
dude, I worked my butt off because yeah, I had to learn how to read. Yeah. And I had to, like, the the teacher, Mr. Jasper, um, the coolest, uh, probably, like, tied for my favorite teacher ever. Oh, man. Um, he taught from the keyboard, okay. you know, and I was, I had been playing guitar for a year, so it's like, well, it doesn't mean anything to right. me, you know? <laughs> so, but, you know, so I was learning, like, how to make a triad, you know, mm -hmm. at the same time that I was learning how to read chord charts yeah. for church, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and, you know, in that way also, like, the learning music and then starting to go to church, you know, it's yeah. it, it was all tied. Um, and then, which was really helpful because the almost the entire time I've played music, I've played for people. Um, you know, because a lot of the time, for the first year, I just played in my bedroom, you yeah. know, and a lot of people play in their bedroom for, you know, a decade before they play for people. Um, well, the church is like your... But, yeah, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Like we were talking about earlier, they're like, you know, I would probably prefer to just sit in a room by myself and play, yeah. you know, because there's no attention on me, but... Um, but there, yeah, you do grow a lot when you have to show up for people musically, you know. And that, you know, that was probably one of the most beneficial things as far as like getting better, you know, yeah. it progressing instead of like staying stagnant. Um, and then, yeah, and then I was just introduced to a lot of stuff through like the music theory class and, um, different artists that people would be like, oh, you're in music theory. Here, have you heard of... Mm -hmm. And that's where I heard of Charlie Hunter. Oh, yeah. um, was Mr. Jasper. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and then after that, I just was like learning songs. Yeah. You know, it wasn't any theory uh, outside of the AP theory, which was basically triads and like an introduction to modes. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't really in the curriculum. It was like Mr. Jasper, like, here's something cool. Just Check this out. Dominant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like, uh, yeah, like borrow dominance and yeah. stuff. We we did cover that, but um, yeah, and so then it was. It wasn't like I knew how to analyze the songs at a basic level, but like the jazz stuff, it always eluded me. Like mm -hmm. I didn't understand. Like you know, you'd see like a backdoor dominant or something, yeah. and it's like you don't have any. You don't have the tools to understand that. It's mm -hmm. like. You know how how do you go from an A flat seven to a B flat major? Yeah. You know, like yeah. what do you do with that? Mm -hmm. But you know that that doesn't because it doesn't look like the four and the five right. of the key. You right. know, um, yeah. So then I didn't know what to do with that, and so that's you know when I started studying jazz like three years ago, it was trying to figure out how to make sense of that from an Im improv point of view right. you know like wh how do you what notes can i use and what strings of notes what kind of melodies can i make in time you know to make that chord sound like how it's supposed to sound you know or like even giving it the function that i want it to have you know right. like if it's a major chord you can make it a sharp four and make it a lydian thing if you want or whatever but I would have never known that until a couple of years ago. Right. But um, yeah, so I guess that's my short journey is from 16 to 29 yeah, is uh, 
mostly learning tunes, playing in church, yeah. and then recently sort of analyzing the stuff that I learned. Mm-hmm. You just, and what you just said, you just sparked up like <coughs> seven other whole topics, man. Oh, just really? About well, hey, there you go. Like how that, if, I mean, you're play, even if it was a small church at first, but I mean, you think about playing at, at Grace, like, playing for thousands of people every morning but obviously it was never it was always like it's not a performance don't we were ingrained with it's not a performance it's not a performance but it's like yeah and it shouldn't be i don't yeah exactly but it's like on the other hand it it is and it was or Mm -hmm. we got the same benefits as if it were that like developmentally we kind of sure like that are probably helping you know we still get we can get nervous or stage fright if you want to call it that i don't i don't believe in that but like uh i feel like a lot of it was benefited by by playing at a church it's like mm-hmm. man that's probably a little underrated but i never thought about that before anyway yeah well i didn't think i only just realized that a couple of years ago like just sort of thinking back to like my beginnings and like you know how did i learn what i know because a lot of it i've known for so long that it's it's so deep in my subconscious you know that yeah. like where did i even get that from right. you know exactly like if people are just starting out, and they're like, Jeremy, what what should I learn? What should I be studying? It's like, dude, I don't have any idea, yeah. you know. Like, it's like I don't even want you to do it the way I did because that wasn't like, well. That's trouble, first, like. yeah. For, that's that's a good point, but <laughs> at the same time, it's like I almost don't know where I started. Yeah, you know, like what 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 things do I know now that I didn't know then? Right. You know, it's almost like I yeah. I, I guess I just don't know where to start. Because it's like, how do you know that you didn't start when you were 16 versus, like, maybe you started when you were 25? Like, what's starting to... Oh, sure. It's like, I don't know when I started. Like, wh- yeah. when I started getting serious about it? I mean, I don't know, five years ago? What, when I, like, Well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess what I mean is, like, <clears throat> what things what things did I already know before I played I music? I you see. know, that I, that I... What things should I assume that they know already? Mm. You know, and what things have I learned in the process? Yeah. You know, like, because I could have, who knows, you know, I was 16, so I had already been exposed to a lot of different stuff. Like, yeah. I could have been hearing, I've, I had heard all kinds of music, yeah. you know, like corn, yeah. that, you know, corn <laughs> or like mashuga and all this stuff. It's like, what kind of things did I like absorb yeah. that I didn't realize I knew until I started practicing, right. you know? If the bass level, I, don't, I hate saying Base level person, but the even the non musician is that the starting you know, for going from a starting pos- position, like what, where are you starting from? Yeah, is that what exactly. you're t- like from a st- not from like a? I mean, even like someone that never is going to play music, never interested in music, like that TED talk that we saw. Everyone has a rudimentary understanding of even like the pentatonic scale. That's like where do they get oh, that yeah. from? We don't know, but it's like even that is like I wonder how much we know that we don't know that we know until. You know what I mean? But I wonder if that's even heightened for someone who's in, listening to what you were listening to before you actually started playing. It's probably a lot yeah. that just has yet to be unlocked at that point, but that's there. Anyway, mm-hmm. another topic, but it's weird. Well, yeah, and man, I wish we had instruments hooked up, but I know. like, you <laughs> know, I could be like, I could play you something and yeah. be like, everybody has heard that before. Yeah. You know, like I can explain it, but it's not as good as like, somebody hearing it but like you know e minor and then you know d over f sharp to g Uh 
you know, everybody's heard that bass walk up. Makes sense, yeah. yeah. And if you play it, it's like, oh yeah, like half of every song uses that. Yeah. And, you know, so that at least that somebody is starting there, even though they don't know, they can't explain it. Right. Like they know it, mm-hmm. you know? I didn't know that you um, barely got into theory. I, I failed my first music theory, like going into oh, really? college. I well, almost I, wasn't a music student. Like I didn't start out good. <laughs> <laughs> I worked really hard. Like yeah. you know, I worked at McDonald's too at the time, yeah. and like every second that I wasn't at school or at McDonald's, even while I was yeah. working at McDonald's, I was thinking about like picturing in my mind the music staff and like. Yeah. Um, manipulating it in certain ways, like for for whatever it was that yeah. we were, you know, like uh, uh, inversions and okay, stuff, yeah. you know. Like I was manipulating in my mind. I was like practicing it while I was working <laughs> because I just didn't understand it, you yeah, know. Or yeah. like key signatures, you yeah. know, like how many sharps does the key of D have and uh-huh. stuff like this, you know. Um, yeah, I was like constantly practicing because I was awful at it. And that kind of work, man, I never want to take that for granted. Like that... That's like the work that we stand on now, and it's like I'm so grateful for that time. Yeah, yeah. Like those just that teenage energy, you know, just like yeah, because just, I don't have yeah. that now. Like <laughs> I, I could never give that much, like mental mental capacity yeah. to that. The faculties for that. There's like. so much more <laughs> I got to think about now. Yeah, man. All I gotta worry about is when your mom's picking you up or your dad's picking you up or like how much <laughs> you're making on your your afternoon shift. You know. Yeah. <laughs> At least grades, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about property taxes. <laughs> you pay those? I'm no, sorry. but... It's recorded. Yeah. <laughs> you pay taxes? Yeah, I'll tell you exactly. <laughs> Here's my social security number. No, um, but, you know, there's stuff like that, like yeah, rent yeah. and yeah. Um, child support. Yeah. Stuff like that that just... Different you just world. have to think... It's, you yeah. just have to think about it. It's stuff that you have to think about now that you didn't then. Um, so what are we <coughs> talking about today? Now that we said the context, <laughs> how long, how long have you been recording? Man, I don't even. This is in bar form. Let's change it oh, to is second it? form. Probably like what? Oh, dude, it's probably been at least thirty minutes. I mean, so this is an hour, and this is so twenty minutes. Oh, twenty minutes. Okay. About twenty. Oh, okay. Maybe not so bad. 20. Oh, but yeah, because you were recording before we actually yeah. started. Yeah. Right. Visually, it looks like about twenty. Okay. Um, so the other thing I was thinking, I want to know why you're interested in music. Mm. Like what, what do you think it is that appeals to you versus like if you were going to be creative in some way, or even if you were to be like, uh, uh, involved in like mathematics or Mm -hmm. something, you know, like why did you choose music? I think, um, so even past it making sense, quote unquote, I always had a kind of fascination with audio too. That's kind of why I wanted to ended up studying it in school just because I was I really enjoyed like the physics and, and, and the math of how audio works too, how hearing works. Um, even mm-hmm. how hearing can in some rare cases inform vision. Or I ask people all the time, like if you hear this note, I play a C, what color does it remind you of? Or stuff like that. Just like Oh, a, that's cool. You can talk about that with anything, right? Like any sense. But for me it's just always been like hearing and, and audio, how it all works and um, so obviously music's just a, um, a, uh, it's a simple bridge into that world too. But um, similarly to similarly to how you said, kind of your musical development was that kind of uh, eclipse at the same time as your um, church going kind of mm-hmm. life started or whatever. 
um, music has always been super spiritual to me too. But even before I um, would even have called myself a, a Christian, it's it's always been a deeper expression of like a um, something. I don't even as a, a voice or a an, an urge or like an energy. Um, I don't know. It's it's always just seen super spiritual and super like mm-hmm. in, ingrained. Um, not just in me too. Like I feel like everyone has something, whether it's music or whether that's just music. This might be a tool that that kind of flows through. Um, but that's what kind of continually interests me about it is the kind of spiritual implications of music. Why 95% of people like music. Like there's only a certain amount of things on the planet that people can universally like, like, I don't know the stats on it, mm. but I feel like a lot of people like music. <laughs> like, yeah, um, I mean, music is it, a part of every culture. Yeah, man. And it's everywhere. And, and it's, it's, um, <coughs> it's ancient. Um, as well, but um, and just knowing that there's something that, regardless of um, what kind of responsibilities are going on in life, um, so what I mean, whatever it is, how, how big or small, whether that's marriage or kid or a job or um, losing any one of those things or um, or moving or whatever it is, like music has always been something that I can just continue to shed at. It's almost like a mm. like I was given a block of wood when I was born, and it's just always there, and I can like just keep whittling it in this whatever I want it to be mm. like oh that's so throughout cool. my entire life I just thought about that just now <laughs> but <laughs> it's almost just like an ongoing process and sometimes it's uh, belaboring so sometimes I'm like man I don't like it feels like work to get up and practice or whatever so sometimes I uh, don't do that or, or, or I go stretches without or uh, but when I come back to it it's always like man it's I just love it I, I enjoy mm. getting um, not just getting better at something to show it like that too I like I want people to be able to experience what um I feel like I'm experiencing in my head because I feel like it's nice so it's like <laughs> man, you sh- like not just like my ideas but it's like man I'm enjoying what I'm hearing right so I feel like you'll probably enjoy what I'm hearing let's see if there's a way that I can get this out there um but I just enjoy having um something that's close a desire that's close that I can at least now while my hands work while my brain works mm-hmm. like um just work at man it's just fun it's like some people, it's it's working out or, or cooking or um, pen palling or, or whatever. For me, it just happens to be music, getting better at it, listening to it, supporting others in it. Um, but, yeah, and it's just like an area that you'll never know all of. So, like, that's just intriguing to me. Like, yeah, it's, it's infinitely so deep, yeah. And that should be annoying because I enjoy knowing things, and it actually irks me when I can't know everything about something. But it's also – that's calming. Like it's like man, yeah, I'll probably never know every single thing about the musical world, its implications, what it what it looks like to I don't know, even like I just I'm curious what like the creator of this universe like what he has to say about music or or like why do we why do we get to experience it? why do we get to make this like it can't just be arbitrary like it's so ingrained, mm-hmm. um, but anyway that's what kind of brings it back to it it's just just the intrigue and the how much I know I don't know. It's like, oh man, I just want to, <laughs> just want to um, keep on experiencing it because it's it's good. Which, yeah, man. But I'm just glad that it's music. It could have been anything else. I mean, it could have been cocaine. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, there's things that <laughs> can I say that? It's just. Like, I mean, there's just yeah. You, I feel like that desire can cling on to whatever it wants to, but it just mm-hmm. happens to be music and kind of the hearing realm. So. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. That I think that's for me too. It's almost like uh, 
like I could have been addicted to anything, yeah. but yeah. it happened to be music. Right. Yeah. In a, it, it's weird to think about it like an addiction, but it almost kind of operates as one. Yeah. Sometimes if you think about time spent and maybe, I mean, it's not most addictions there typically lead to, um, like bad side effects, which I guess music can too, or, or like, yeah, I suppose it's more like it's not necessarily an addiction, but like a habit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, a, a discipline or, or like a, a discipline. Yeah. Even, uh, it's like a, I don't want to sound too like new age or zany, but I mean, it's, it's like a friendship too. I mean, like if you think about a, it's like a partner that you have like in life, like friendship <laughs> with music. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Or, or, or like, uh, not like you need to animate music for it to be real, but like, uh, something you can carry with you. And it's like, mm. I don't know, maybe I'll lose it one day. I hope not, but yeah, it like total, makes total sense. Actually, um, Victor Wooten, yeah. Um, his book, uh, what's it called? The Music Lesson. Mm. He talks things. about music as a person. Mm. It's, I think it's feminine for him. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but he talks about like having a relationship with music yeah. as, as like a, a, a being, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, what about you, man? it's like, close. Is that, is similar veins. I feel like you were about to go. Yeah. Way. So we can, uh, I'll talk about that. But I also wanted to know, like, is there something like when you is there something that you think about that or like s a, a place that you can be in or something where like you can't help but want to play music like mm. is there like an idea or like a mindset or like a place that you're in that when you're there you're like that's where the music comes from interesting man i'll tell okay so i'll tell you mine yeah this time of year, like spring, yeah. my allergies are god awful. But um, there you go, sniffing. That <laughs> wasn't on purpose. Uh, but when it starts to get warm out, you know, and like the the trees are, yeah. there's flowers on the trees and stuff. I don't know. I, I think I have an idea why, and we can talk about it. But um, something about being outside when it's warm out and comfortable and. Um, beautiful outside you know it's not like bleak and snowy and uh, snow's beautiful too yeah. but there's something about that maybe it has to do with like playing music outside and like festivals and mm -hmm. stuff where there's always music going yeah. um but that thing whatever is there inspires like music like creativity mm. somehow yeah and also like sitting inside and like being totally attentive to something, like studying something, you know? Like if I've got a piece of music that I'm working on or something, and like knowing that I can forget everything and just focus on that one thing somehow makes me feel more creative too. Yeah. So there's like those, those two kind of things that mm -hmm. like I guess inspire me, but more like make me feel comfortable being creative. Yeah. You know what I mean? That makes a lot of sense. So I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if you have that thing that you think, like, either when it happens or, like, you can find that place yeah. in your mind. I think hmm. one example that comes to mind is when someone is operating within their area of, uh, let's just say, excellence. So if I see uh, uh, it's my friend uh, Joel playing with his band in Indy, um, 
and he's just going in. And I know him, um, even you. I, I know you. I have a relationship with you. I'm seeing you do something that you enjoy. You're, you're like in the zone doing something. I watch a Rocky movie, the boxing, <laughs> yeah. and just you know, just that adrenaline. Um, or if I get an idea, or like basically, whenever there's a glimpse of something that I know there's more to, mm-hmm. um, I just want to like pull back the whole curtain. And uh, but that sensation, that feeling is almost like a, like, I don't know. It's it's spiritual and it's almost like sensual in in the non like taboo way of the word, if you want to call <laughs> it that. You can't see my air quotes in the audio, but like uh, almost just like an overwhelming of the senses, J- just like a, just knowing how much work has gone into something, but also just how much like freedom there is in music or, 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 or if I see, I don't know, someone just doing something they love to do and they're getting mm-hmm. into it, it makes me want to do the same and, and take part in that with them. I get the seasons thing a lot. I'm super nostalgic too. So I think when I get like those pangs of nostalgia or whatever um, for whatever season of life or, or it could have been like last week, mm-hmm. um, Sometimes that makes me want to get creative, or, or like if I, um, I don't know, man. Even if I, that's such a good question. If if I see a friend that I haven't seen in a while, like smile, or if I see like, uh, or if I smell something that reminds me of like my my parents' basement, like from high school, or oh, the um, place where you d- did a lot of studying. Yeah, music study. yeah, or, or, yeah, or like. Uh, like a memory of, of, of playing and just feeling completely free. Um, those kind of memories trigger like present creativity. Mm. Um, I'm sure I can think about that even more and just like uncover like, oh man, I feel this way. But I know the exact feeling that you're talking about. And I'm I'm trying to think of like, uh, just like what gets someone there. Cause there is very tangible feelings of like, like, you know, when you just feel like you got to get like, it's almost like you got to use the bathroom. It's like you got to get this idea it's out of your head. Like, got to do something. Yeah. Where like, and then if you let the moment pass, it's just gone. Yeah, like, and then you almost feel not heavy, but like there's that. Th- do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like if you let it go without um, capitalizing on it yeah. or whatever you want to call it. It's uh, yeah. It's, it's like, if, it's you, a, if you become too aware of it, almost too. Like if you oh, have this yeah. idea, and 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 I know sometimes if I become too aware of. The fact that my idea could fail, that it could not turn out how I wanted it to be, that it could this or that, and I'm setting up the kit, or I'm setting up a recorder, I'm setting up a, a video, whatever it may be. If I notice it for too long in that moment, I'll like get discouraged and like mid setup, just like or yeah. like a song. If you're like writing a song and you're like you're vibing, you're feeling it, then you think about it for like a millisecond too long, and you become aware of what you're doing, you just like stop, mm-hmm. and that song exists for like a half song. For like 10 yeah, years. Totally. And I, I still have songs too. like yeah. that. <laughs> and it's like, I, you remember that exact moment of you being inspired and then somehow becoming too aware of it or becoming distracted or like leaving that mountaintop that you were on in your head and becoming like rational again. And you're like, mm-hmm. why did I set all this up? What am I doing? I, I suck. I can't do it. But like, if you, yeah. But capitalizing kind of right at that like pinnacle, it's like always like, so good <laughs> it's like yeah. where stuff comes from it or even if you can keep yeah. yourself there for yeah. longer than 10 seconds yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but you said um like if you were watching rocky or something yeah i feel that too like i don't always feel it when i watch somebody do something that they love mm-hmm. you know i don't know why that is actually yeah 
Um, but like there's sometimes where like movies do this mm-hmm. or like poems. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, Whatever. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like for me, I was thinking about why I feel that, and I was, th- I think it's that, I, for me, I sort of intuit the message that they're trying to send. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's not totally. Um, explicit, you know, like in a Rocky movie, he's not going to, you know, the director's not going to say everything he's trying to do, you know. Sometimes it's just implied. And when I see that thing and I'm like, oh, I know what he's trying to do, you know, then I think the way I know how to say that is through music. Mm. I can't do it through a movie, you know. And so for me, I think maybe that's, I that part of it I get, like the, like there's a message there that's Mm. not necessarily communicated verbally yeah you know that like but i can say it musically somehow or, or like maybe i don't know how to say it but i know the feeling and i can like sit down on my couch for an hour and search for right, it right and then through the search you find a million other things or like yeah or <laughs> maybe i won't come anywhere close to it but it's <laughs> yeah. like that's close enough here right. it is you yeah know. yeah man that's interesting i've never ever thought about that before or at least actively like Oh yeah, I'm sure you think about it all like, the time. I've, I've thought about why I enjoy music, like, but I I don't know if I've ever questioned myself to the point of, um, I think I've just wanted an answer, like. But mm. now it's like, man, I I just I'm just curious. Like, I just want to know where that desire comes from, so I could like, for lack of a better term, like exploit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like or like, no one is coming on. Yeah. Like, well, ideally, yeah. If the best place to be is in a creative mindset. And the best way to get there is to know how to get there. Yeah. Like yeah. the the, yeah, like the the path not the path of least resistance, but it's like instead of wandering around yeah. hoping you find it, you know, maybe you have like the the, the address and you can just plug right. it into your GPS. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it simplifies things. Yeah. <laughs> instead of like wandering around till you find it. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a super good analogy. But it doesn't make it easy. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the past year or so, I haven't really, like, I just can't find it. You yeah. Know. I find it sometimes, but not very often now. Yeah. And I'm kind of sad about it, too. It's mm-hmm. like like you were saying earlier, like the, <clears throat> like the wonder of it, you know, like the child, like yeah. being a kid and like, what like being amazed by it you know and like being curious mm-hmm. you know i i haven't i haven't really felt that mm. um but the last maybe month or so i have more mm. and then now we're doing this and so it's yeah you know it's it's another thing that fuels my uh creativity i think mm. i think when the memes like the end goals changed too. It like totally. Oh sure, flips. maybe like that's it's it. Weird. Like I feel like this past, like the the isolated year of twenty twenty or whatever. Like I don't know. There, no no gigs. No even in person church stuff was right. I mean we were still doing stuff because we were like, like you're the number one call and I work for a place. But like it was, um, it just shake shook up so much of the like, the end goals of. I feel like a lot of artists in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like a, a lot of people kind of skyrocketed in that time because online was a big thing and people were right getting their online presences up or, or whatever. But um, I feel like a big reason that I got into guitar stuff was because I, I went home from campus. Like, I couldn't be there. 
like to send everyone home and I'm like, I saw this guitar lying on the bed and it's like, man, I've had this thing for, since I was eight, like the same, this acoustic in my, <laughs> my trunk. The one that's, um, oh yeah. Yeah, and, and I was like, why haven't I, I don't know, music to that point, um, you know, all the good stuff I was talking about at the latter half of college and whatever was still true, but it was like, man, I, I play music to um, take this test to get this degree, to play this gig that I have on this day, to do this thing at church. It didn't really just, wasn't to exist. Um, mm-hmm. And then when everything got, you know, it's gone, it's like, man, do one, do I like music? Like, I feel like I also, it could have gone that way too. Like, maybe I didn't Ooh, like do it. do I like music? That's like, an interesting question. Well, that doesn't, I mean. That like, would, to, to, yeah. to explore within yourself, you know? Right. After you've been doing it for so long? It's like, do I like music or do I like the pursuit of music mm-hmm. and the pursuit of getting better or something? It's like both. Oh, right. But so, like, sometimes it definitely leads, leans more toward, no, I need to practice even though I have, like, 10 minutes to because I told myself I was a musician six years ago so I need to live up to that like and at those moments it's like I probably don't like like quote unquote music it's just I enjoy the idea of getting better at it and the vision of myself being good at it later (laughs) yeah but I'm trying to capitalize more on the the other side of that where it's like man no I like music I'm not where I want to be but I'm not where I don't want to be I'm just where I am Mm-hmm. Type type deal, but anyway, yeah. How, how very zen of you. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shit, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it just. Uh, no, that's. I mean, yeah. yeah. That's one of those things, like that. That mindset hits you like only a couple times yeah. ever. Yeah. You know, to like to know that you're better than what you used to be, yeah. and you're not where you you want to be, but it's okay that you are where you are. Yeah. Like. And I could say that right now. I don't even know if I feel that way right now. Like I just said it, but it's like I think I'm I'm just talking right now out of like experience. But I don't even mm. like I might feel like that a little bit right now. But I don't even know if I'm in this moment of recording at a place of like solidarity with the music. It's just like you know you'll get there eventually. <laughs> you'll, you'll swing back yeah. around. Like <laughs> yeah, I th- well, and that's part of the reason why doing a podcast in general. Um, interested me because there's a lot of stuff that I know that I haven't let myself put into practice in a while, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, being okay with where you are, like, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. You know, I wish. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, and that may be part of, you know, doing this may force me to keep myself, you know, this may keep me accountable to... Um, making sure I feel that way, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, to kind of hold up your opinion or your perspectives, even just like. Well, uh, just to to. I I suppose yeah maybe it's like um. Uh, like absorbing the wisdom that I've heard other yeah. people say. Yeah. You know, like. Making it real. Even though there's times where it is real. Yeah. You know, like being okay with where you are, like sometimes I am, but yeah. Um yeah, and and I also in a way I owe it to you to um what? Like live up to the things that I say. <laughs> you know, like if same, yeah. Yeah, like if I say like it's the same thing like, you know, if I it, we haven't talked about this yet, yeah. but like, you know, say we're going to record another one next Thursday. Yeah. 
you know, it's like, I'm going to be there. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's the same thing as like, I'm okay with where I am. Well, then I have to be okay with, you know, right, like right. I owe it to you, yeah. you know, to, to, to mean what I say. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to not, to not um, just say something because I know it. Yeah. But like say something because I actually mean it, mm-hmm. you know. Kind of forces you to think too because you're going to, um, there's ways I could answer questions that I know would sound cool or would benefit a podcast or would, mm. or that I'm regurgitating from someone else. But it's like, kind of makes you think before you answer, like, do I believe what I'm saying? Okay, now I can say it. <laughs> or like, am I, do mm-hmm. I really want to endorse the, or, or, or like, am I going to put this into practice too? Okay, then I'll take the risk and I'll say it. But it's like being able to, to even just practice not saying everything that you know to um, just like in music mm-hmm. like you if you got a 24 bar chorus 32 bar chorus to improvise over there's no way you are fitting your 15 years of musical knowledge in there but it's like what yeah. what but it's like what kind of piece from those 15 years into this solo that'll like that I believe not just like I know that this uh, major 7 sharp 5 voicing sounds over the good over the tonic minor because it just it's how it works but it's like, <laughs> is this how I'm feeling right now? Is Do I believe this major seven sharp five arpeggio right now? <laughs> or mm-hmm. am I just doing it because I know it fits over the chord and it's what so-and-so does and it's cool? Like Yeah, like, like theoretically it, it works, yeah. but does it, is it honest? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that is totally in line with converse, conversation too. And the more you, the more knowledge you soak up does not mean you need to say more in a conversation. It probably means you just need to say less and kind of like the more you read or the more you develop, I feel like that should in wisdom, like actually make you a person that, that talks less, just more effectively. Mm. Just like a person that can, I'm, I'm learning this. I'm trying to do this too, as I'm saying it, I'm not a master at it by any means, but using rest in music, using or like saying what you want to effectively and, and not mm-hmm. just eventually getting to it tying a bunch of stuff together, but it's like, no, I wanted to say this and I said it. And that's what that was. Like (laughs) maybe something random came out, but no, like that's what I thought would happen. Like, (laughs) yeah, I did. (laughs) But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, That's, uh, I, I kind of lost my train of thought. You were talking about, um, I didn't have a train of thought, so it probably do yours. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, you were talking about like knowing something will work, but is it the thing that, Oh, the more you read, mm. you know, or the more knowledge you take in, like, doesn't mean that you should speak more in yes. every conversation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it was. Yeah, but then the more you know, the more different, you know, the the more types of conversations you can contribute to. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily that you have to put everything that you know into one conversation because, you know... Not every conversation is a bluegrass song. Right. Sometimes it's a blues tune. Yeah. You know. Sometimes yeah. it's a jazz tune. Sometimes it's Hillsong. Like <laughs> sometimes it's yeah. uh, very mainstream, marketable Christian music. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but you know, that's I think that's probably why you sh- would gain knowledge. I imagine to to be able to uh, contribute or like express yourself in yeah. multiple different situations with better quality not necessarily more quantity yes like 
Yeah. Like you're. Or like connect with people right, or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So that's us, I guess. Yeah. Maybe man. that'll be the first one. Yeah. I feel like that's a good amount of stuff to put out there, you know? Just like not overwhelming, hopefully. <laughs> oh, man. But also definitely it, it, it's not lacking in information. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, it, it gives people an idea who we are, I suppose. Yeah, um, at least today. And, and you know, <laughs> you know a, a lot of the people that are probably listening to this are people that we already know anyway. Yeah. To yeah. start. That's true. So maybe this will even shed some more light into areas where I feel like we're not even the type of people to, unless we had something like this, like we wouldn't advertise this. Like I have a hard t- I don't. I don't talk about this stuff a lot because yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like for me, it's like I wonder if you feel this way too. It's like um, if I'm talking about this kind of stuff and I take more than five seconds to yes. say something, yep. there's attention on me. Yes, you know, and then I get weird about that. Yeah, and then you start saying stuff that you don't even want to say. Like it's like, why did I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying crap. Like <laughs> yeah. Or you feel selfish, but like that's what I, I at least like. I'm like, no, I'd rather listen. Like I don't want to burden you with kind of what I'm thinking or what my perspectives are. Or this type of stuff, but I feel like this kind of platform is therapeutic in that way because we mm-hmm. can talk and it's okay that you have some attention because it's like it's the thing that we're doing and or it's okay that I'm using time to talk is because like that's what this time is for. So yeah, and it's uh, I don't know. Even the people that do know us that might be listening to this like. Maybe this helps um, them relate to us in ways that they might not have known before, you know? Yeah, because we don't, like, I don't talk about myself really unless, even when somebody asks, it's yeah. like, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that's it. Maybe, maybe we should maybe we should get better at that too. Oh, maybe, <laughs> yeah. Another time. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's our, what is that called? Five-year plan. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anyway, yeah, so that's the that's podcast number one. Yeah. 